This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Talk Sport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome. This is the Retro Report season number nine for Barnsley's longest running podcast sponsored by Barnsley Sport. And we are proud to be part of TalkSport Fans Network. Uh, my name is Carlo van der Watering. And for those of you that haven't listened before, I'll give you a little introduction. My favourite Barnsley player of all time is, of course, Ariane de Zeeuw. But with Adam Hamill, a close second. Uh, my favourite Barnsley FC memory is celebrating after the Bradford win. Although the 2016 double Wembley wins do uh, stick in my mind as well. Now, there used to be three of us. Uh, Steve used to be part of this as well. Uh, but I'll tell you about Steve in a minute. And one of the questions we got asked a couple of weeks ago was, if three of you were going into the I'm a Celebrity Jungle, what luxury item would you take? And my response was, Earplugs. I've shared a room in a purely non-sexual way with Steve before. Um, describe the Retropole podcast in five words. Um, it's a Top Gear style Barnsley FC show. And if you could have one superpower, what would it be? Well, mine would be to stop those individuals that spread hate campaigns and remove corrupt and out-of-touch politicians and bullshit spreaders by a single <laughs> X-ray vision shot from my eyes. And I call myself the Amsterdam Annihilator. Also with us this evening for his second season with the Retro Report, it's Retro Report Ian, his favourite Barnsley player. It has to be Adam Hamill, uh, a player who got you off your seat, scored great goals that are still shown today and loved taking a player on. His favourite Barnsley memory is going to Wigan away on the last day of the 2016 season and winning 4-1 against the champions to get into the playoffs on goal difference with 5,000 reps there. Um, and was a great day, equaled by going to Fulham on the Struber and winning 3-0 in the pouring rain. His luxury item in the jungle were obviously quite alike. Earbuds, because he bets us do snow like troopers. I know Steve does. <laughs> great minds. Yeah. The podcast in five words, tell it how it is. And one superpower, invisibility. So I could hit stupid people about that, uh, around the head and they would never know who did it. Now, <laughs> I said before, uh, evening, by the way, Ian, Good evening. We have to uh, talk about the elephant in the room. And uh, I know on, on Twitter there has been jokes, but yeah, Steve um, obviously has left us. Um, he is no longer part of the Reds Report. Um, he flew off to Dubai, I think it was yesterday or two days ago. I got a, I got a voice note from him when he landed. 
Football's gone. He's, yeah. he's just seen the money and gone. Yes. Well, they go to Saudi Arabia, loot it all on because it was ringing. Uh, no. Mate, I'm recording. You said you didn't want to be part of it no more. Tell him sleep right. is up. Right. Ian says you can have one more chance, right? But next time somebody shows you a bit of money, think about where your roots are. And I don't mean the grey ones on your head, right? Right. Are you ready with your camera? Are you still in Dubai? <laughs> right. He is still in Dubai. Salam alaikum. Salam alaikum. He is now joining us. And um, I'm sure you, uh, regular listeners will know who this is. But if you don't, this is the Steve Spangled Banner. Steve Andrews, his favourite banner. It's me! Player. It's me! I am returned! <laughs> I am returned! His favourite Barnsley player is Paul Futcher. Can't His get rid of me that easy, can you? Ah, you see, it was all a jest. All a jest. Uh, his favourite Barnsley FC memory is Scott Jones' header in the FA Cup 97-98 to make it 3-1 against Man United. His luxury item, if we go into the jungle down under, would be Kylie Minogue because she knows the area and it's great down under. Yeah. Um... Describe the Retro Report Something's podcast. Something's never changed, are <laughs> Describe the Retro Report podcast in five words. Ordinary guys giving an honest opinion and having a laugh at the same time, but difficulty counting. That's Steve. And his superpower. For all the pessimists, happy clappers, people who think they're in the know, but actually know, and just plain stupid, I'd like to click my fingers, and if by magic their keyboard would be up their ass. I am the analyzer. Steve. Welcome back for yet another season. We're back, boys. Come on, we're back. Come on. Better than ever. It feels it feels really strange that another season is about to start, but the holidays have sort of just started for some of us. Steve, have you been golfing today? I need to get that out of the way. No, it's, you know, it's raining, mate. Weather's it's been gone. shocking this last few weeks. So, no, there's, there's not a ball being hit or a club being swung, I'm afraid. Well, there have been plenty of swings at the club uh, on social media in the last couple of days. Um, let's let's talk about the gaffer first. Last time we spoke, we knew obviously that um, Duff had, had, had gone. The club was looking. We, we didn't hear anything, and then, oof, as if by magic, a day after uh, the new gaffer was announced. Um, as always, lads, we might have different opinions, but we respect each other's. Steve, we respect each other's opinions, don't we, mate? Ian, let's go with you first. <laughs> let's go with you first. Your your view. I know we haven't seen much of him, but initial sort of thoughts on the new gaffer. On him, um, I think he he's come across quite well. I think to be honest, um, he spoke well, similar to Duff. I think he's come out and, and sort of. Similar kind of things he's come out with. The players have come out and spoke quite well of him, which is a good sign, and about his principles and how they're not probably going to change much to the style that they experienced under Duff. Um, I think you've just got to give him time. Um, he's 39 at the end of the day. He's not got a massive amount of experience. And, and he's, he's, he's come out and been quite honest and it. You know, it will be a bumpy first couple of months. We'll have some good performances and good results and bad performances and bad results. A bit like what we had under Duff for the first few months. So, I was a little bit disappointed. 
like my lad said, why do we always shop at Aldi when we could occasionally shop at Marks and Spencers or Waitrose? But I just don't think this board have got any money. Um, so we've got him. Um, I'll back him. Uh, but I think it could be um, a challenging season all round. But as, a, as always, you'll have my support. Steve, we've had uh, a lot of managers before Duff from Austria, from Germany. Um, this one came from the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Yeehaw! Yeah. And not, something we never thought we would say, but in, in all fairness, very well liked, very well respected, and a half decent record over there. Does that bode well for you, him being appointed the next Barnsley FC head coach? Well, I think you've got to look at you look at his playing career. Um, Leeds, Sheffield United, Wolves. He's, he's, he's been about in in England. He, he knows what it's all about. He knows what it takes um, to play. In, you know, to play over here. The fact that he was managing at Tampa Bay, which I don't even know what it would equate to in in England. Um, it's nowhere near MLS because for a start, they haven't got enough money to pay to get into MLS. Um, but he was. To say he was well liked, I think, is an understatement. Um, a lot of the stuff I saw about about him when he left were fans saying that they loved him and he was fantastic, and uh, you know, he'd really, he'd really taken their team to, to new heights. And yeah, you know what? Is it a cheap option? Maybe it is a cheap option. I don't know. But when you want an English manager, near enough, with some experience at EFL, which he has. Um, not a great deal of management experience, but then again, Duff didn't have. Um, like Ian says, he, he talks a good game. Um, mm. he's, he's got, you know, he's got him training. Um, players that you thought were dead and buried, apparently a sort of warming to him. And I'm, I'm talking like likes of Styles. Apparently he's playing really well in, uh, in training and such. So maybe he is... He is the breath of fresh air that we need. Summit, summit fresh. Um, we're never going to get, we're never going to buy championship players, championship managers, premiership, because we're not that sort of club. End of day, it comes back down to being a business. We always buy cheap. We always buy lower league. And, you know, with the grace of God, we turn them into semi-decent players and we are able to make some money and keep the club going for another year or another two years or another three years. But that's we know that. It's as though some Barnsley fans forget this, but it is true. That's the type of club we are, and we love them for it. We love the ups and downs, the roller coaster that pre-season has been. Um, at least it's been better than Wednesdays, <laughs> which is a shame. Um, but, you know, let's give the guy a chance. And let's see what he can do. Why not? Let's be honest, what we've got to lose. It's it's a well-balanced management team, isn't it, Ian? You've got Collins, obviously his, his, his um, experience as a player, as a centre-back. You've got John Stead. Oh. Is that sponsors? <laughs> other beers. Other beers are available. Caffrey's is nice, though. If anybody's watching from Caffrey's. No advertising. No advertising, though. John Stead as assistant, um, I mean, in his playing days as a striker, wherever he went, he scored goals, which which, which has to be yeah. good. And obviously the local angle with Martin Disco Devaney mm -hmm. still there as a midfielder. So it looks, again, like when, when, when Duff came in, it looks a well-rounded sort of outfit. Um, how, how long do you think they'll need 
to sort of like get the machine properly oiled. And I'm referring to some of the friendlies that were called off and because they haven't really had a chance much have they? To, to, you know, in a competitive situation to put their stamp on things or, or show fans what they're, um, what they're trying to achieve. Yeah. It's been a bit disappointing that for whatever reason, some games have been called off uh, or behind closed doors. So fans haven't really had the opportunity to see the players close up and, and, and see what he's trying to achieve and start, uh, formations, etc. Um, it does look quite well-rounded. It, has similarities of last season uh, with Patterson and Duff. You've got Stead and Collins. Uh, you've still got that local uh, aspect with Devaney. How long have they got? It, I think just if, if you bob it, it has so many similarities to this time last season. And we were like, well, where are we going to be? And we said, well, we'll be top 10. And if we, if we push for that sixth place, we'll have had a good season. And it ended up being better than that. I get the same feeling this season. I feel we're at the same point. If he's knocking around that top half, top 10, um, September, October, things will be ticking over. If you're only a couple of wins from, you know, you're not, you, it's if it's, I don't expect it to be, but if it's, if it's like floating around the bottom, people will start pointing fingers, won't they? And, and you just hope that he has a good start. Duff said it, didn't he? He said, if I, if I had a bad start, then the knives are out and I'm up against it. Uh, like he would be at any club, so I think if he if he's floating around that top ten in by September October, uh, I think things will start to knit uh, come October early November. I think, as always, Steve. Um, during the summer period, some players uh, obviously left us. Um, most mostly publicised that being the captain, Mads Anderson. Obviously, you know Thomas. Thomas left as well. Um, and others uh, brought in so far then let's have a look from Hartlepool the keeper Ben Killip on a free transfer uh, from Solihull Moors Andy Dallas on a free transfer from Walking Casper Lopata, um, who by all accounts you know he spent a lot of his time in the Sheffield United Academy playing on the ball hacking bottom um, he was free uh, Corey O'Keefe and Max Watters, um, both for undisclosed, undisclosed amounts and so far uh, Liam Roberts is a goalkeeper who's on loan for the season from Middlesbrough. And a quick word first then on the goalkeeper. I mean, we, you know, we've, we've tweeted about it and we've been quite vocal that I think a, a lot of the fan base would have loved to see Harry Eistad um, come and join us. Um, probably even more so when, you know, Collins left, who would have been the first choice goalkeeper, obviously, when they didn't bring Eistad um, back on a, on a permanent deal. Um, Killip and Roberts... I mean, there's not much we know or say about him, but you probably say what well, Liam Roberts being Middlebrook, Middlebrook, well, was second or third goalie. He, he'll be the one to start, or how do you see this one? Because it's two keepers uh, we don't know anything about. Well, let's face it, there's a few players there that we don't know anything about. Uh, Killip um, basically got, you know, got castigated before he'd even played a game because he's come from Hartlepool, non league, etc. But again, we don't know much about him, so how can we comment? Uh, Roberts, second, third choice at Middlesbrough. Can't say I've seen him play. Again, no idea. Um, but the Mustafs, you'd think, or you'd like to think, that the Mustafs something, somebody's seen something, not just stats, but hopefully how they've played and they feel that they can fit in to what Collins is wanting to do. Uh, Polish lad at back. Uh, I can't say I've heard any bad things. Again, somebody else I don't know, don't know anything about. Um, Collins left. 
personal opinion. I never were never a Collins fan. You know, shout at me, swear at me. I'm not bothered. I just didn't like him. Uh, I would have liked Eisted to come in because I thought he was a far, far better keeper. Um, but it just it just were, was wasn't meant to happen, which is you know it, it happens in football. Same with Max Watters. He's come back off loan. Um, did I rate him while he was on loan with us? No, not particularly. He came on. He had a couple of flashes. For me, he didn't really apply himself. But then, having said that, never really got a run in the side because I know I wouldn't call playing really well. But obviously, he's ours now, and you'd like to think that that puts a different a different mentality in his head. He's actually a Barnsley player, and you know, hopefully, he's gonna he's gonna give everything for shirt because <laughs> we're paying his wages now, I suppose. Um, Andy Dallas, no idea. Seen his sister. Um, but other than that, what are you laughing at? What are you laughing I've got, at? I've just got a bit of wind. Oh, right. <laughs> have, you not, have, you not seen, have you not seen Margaret? Who are you thinking I was talking about? Anyway, that's another story. Um, don't know about him. A lot of people a lot of people are talking good stuff about him, even though he's non-league. Let's give these guys a chance. Do you know what I mean? Let's not let's not shoot them down in flames before they've even kicked a ball. Let's not say, oh, he's a non-league player, so he's bound to be shite. No, why? Why is he? Why is he? Do you know what I mean? He could turn out to be next. Andy Payton? Wayne Biggins? Who knows? Who knows what they could turn out to be? Let's give him a chance and let's see what they've got. Ian, um, you wrote uh, a piece for the website uh, earlier this evening about potentially Wrexham making an approach um, for Norwood. If you look at the strikers we've got at the moment, so we've got Norwood, we've got Cole, um, we've got Ollie Shaw, uh, we've got Andy Dallas, and we've got Max Watters as well. I mean, that's that, that's five. Um, yeah. Would you think one of them might go out on loan, or do you think um, one of them could actually... We, we can afford to lose one. And if so, is Norwood a player you'd like to lose so close to the start of the season, knowing what he sort of did, not just in front of goal, but for the for the young squads that we had in, in, in general last season? Uh, absolutely not. No, I think he's got to be the one that, that stays. We've not seen anything of um, Ollie Shaw, so we don't know whether... Is it going to work for him here? Um, is under the new manager is he going to get a chance uh, does he go out on loan we have got a plethora of strikers but I just think you can never have enough strikers can you because Cole isn't yeah what did he get did he get 15 16 last season which was his best return but you know he's, he, he's not a 25 goal season is he no one's not but they, they all contribute in different ways and it'd be nice if sometimes to a bit like how we did under Ishmael where you take a couple of strikers off after 60 minutes and replace them with two others who, who give you a different dimension. I'd hate to see Norwood go. It is only speculation, but I could see it happening as well. Uh, especially now they've lost Paul Mullen for the start of the season because he got a punctured lung in that friendly yesterday. So, um, but no, for me, Norwood, um, I think it'd be a massive kick in the teeth and a blow if he left a week before the season started. Um, so up front, Steve, we, we we seem to have, you know, plenty on the bench and on the pitch to, to, to choose from, five strikers to choose from, which is which is pretty decent. Uh, the midfield, there's not really been any sort of, you know, huge um, changes. Um, at the back, though, surely that has to be Khaled's single most 
you know, forefront of his mind because Anderson is going to be a huge loss. Um, Bobby Thomas is no longer an option because, you know, he's joined Coventry as well, I suppose. So, um, is it time for Kundi to step up, Steve? Oh, oh, why would you say such a thing? Don't be so silly. Um, first and foremost, Mads going, you know, wish the lad well, deserves deserves everything he gets. Uh, fantastic servant, loved him to bits. You know, no no hard feelings to him whatsoever. I hope we get Luton in one at Cups just so we can welcome him back and and uh, and give him a give him a good cheer. Um, we do need another centre half, I'm afraid. Uh, I've seen many many rumours flying about. Um, some of them far far too crazy to even talk about. We seem to be covered. Sort of right wing back. You've got Cotter. You've got O'Keefe comes in now. You've still got Jordan Williams for the time being. Whether he goes to Preston or wherever, who knows? Before I start at season, left hand side. Say again. Premier What's League, up? he reckons. Is that what he reckons? That's what he, he wants to play, to be he wants to play at the highest level. He must have been he when yeah. he had that interview. Yeah, yeah. He, he were on he, Caffrey's. I'll tell you what, he were on. No, he were on John Smith. I like a bit of John Smith, so no. Anyway, other beers are available. Um, Left-hand side, obviously, we've got Cadden. Um, as I said, I talked about Styles earlier on. If his mind's in the right place, I know people are saying, well, you don't want to play for us, get rid, blah, blah, blah. Like it or not, that he had some really good games at that left-back, left-wing-back position. Um, maybe this season... He uses his common sense and thinks, well, the only way I'm going to get a move away from well is if I actually play and play well. Otherwise, he's going to be sat on bench. Nobody's going to want to buy him if he's not if he's not prepared to put work in. So, you know, your wing backs, you'd like to think we were we weren't too bad with, but yeah, you'd like to get another another centre half in um, with some experience, and I mean, maybe maybe that's Khaled's big news. Maybe you know he's going to sign Annie Maguire. Oh no, I said a decent centre half, didn't I? Yeah, I well, forget that. The, McCarthy's due to come back after his injury as well, isn't he? But but yeah. Norwood said it. Norwood had a quite a frank interview. It was in Yorkshire Post, and he said midfield and up front were not too bad. But even he was saying we're a bit thin on the ground. And, and when you think like how they played last year, they always knew that if we lost the ball. That back three, back five was superb with Bobby Thomas, yeah. Chin, Anderson. And he's right. And I thought he was quite honest, really, to say we are light and we haven't got strength in depth. So, yes, McCarthy and Cundy are there, but you'd like him to dip in and, and try and find another centre-half. Like, yeah. I agree with that. Mm. Steve, Steve mentioned him earlier. I just want to talk a little bit about Callum Styles because... Um, all these people, we'll talk about social media later on, but these people saying, eh, you don't want to play for the club, blah, blah, blah. Let's, let's not forget, Callum Styles had bundles and bundles of potential, but played in a shocking side with some shocking managers that didn't know their ass from their elbow. I can quite understand that a player then says, this is, this is not working for me. I'd, I'd like to move away. Signed a contract, you know, a, a, a decent contract to then go on loan. If a yes or no from you both, if Callum Styles is back to somewhat where you know the potential that he's shown us before, I'd like to see him play because I think we need the best eleven out there to to, to, to to avoid any Wembley mishaps and and finish first or second. Ian Styles, yes or no? Uh, yes, he wasn't the only one who down tools in that disastrous season. I wouldn't lay it all at his door. 
Um, yes, he's he's got the potential to be one of the best players in that squad. Yeah, Steve, you saying? Yeah, yes, definitely, definitely. I'd uh, if he, if his attitude's right, and that's the that's what you're hearing coming out of coming out of training, uh, what you're hearing coming off Collins. If he's got his head in the right place, play him. I'm not being funny. We're paying his wages, so give him give, give the lad a go. He needs he needs to play well if he wants to move away to a decent club. And I'm not I'm not saying. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goals for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? You reds? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. They know about Barnsley, obviously not. But if he wants to move away to a championship club, he's got to show that he, he, he can play. Uh, and the only way he's going to do that is put the... Shoot that dog. Uh, is to put that, put that effort in. Whose dog were that? It didn't even sound like a dog. It sounded like a cat with a sore throat. What was that all about? I'll show you a dog. I'll shout him. Anyway, carry on. Cat, yeah, Kyle's, yes, definitely. Our cat's bigger than our dog. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> but she thinks she's like Chewbacca or something. So anybody goes near the door, she's like, <laughs> I was trying, frantically trying to find my mute button, but I'm too late. Um, yeah, yeah. We talked about what we need. He's, we know, we need. Now, we? he's gone now. Don't you? Look, he's gone. First, first, first show at season. He's absolutely gone. To, gone. Tits up. Everything's gone. No chance. Under eighteen. Don't listen. Whatever it is, I'll be swearing, drinking, all sorts going off in a minute. We know we need. Um, you know, we need. We need more players, especially at the back. If you look at the league compared to the league last year. Is it a bigger task to get promoters from this one, or was it a bigger task last season? Quickly run you through the teams in the league this year. So Blackpool, Bolton, Bristol Rovers, Burton, Cambridge, Carlisle, Charlton, Cheltenham, Derby, Exeter, Fleetwood, Leighton Orient, Lincoln, Northampton, Oxford, Peterborough, Portville, Portsmouth, Reading, Shrewsbury, Stevenage, Wickham, Wigan. Is this a yes or no answer? This one as well. Is, 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 is this a hard? Is this a harder league than last year? Yes or no? I think it's the same. I think. Yeah, yeah, I go with that. It was a tough one last season, but then Derby are still in it. Blackpool will be up there. Wigan have been took over. They've got a bit of money now. Been buying the likes of Charlton have been buying really well. Bolton will be up there. But then you've got some. No disrespect, but maybe Carlisle might struggle. Uh, did Leighton Orient come up? A couple of them might struggle. So I don't think it'd be too dissimilar. It's going to be potentially what a good eight. There's a good eight to 10 teams who could be vying for six spots there, I think. Again, just like last but year. If you, if you had this conversation 12 months since, would you have said Plymouth look as though they're going to be a right side this season and they're going to go up as, as League One champions? You wanted them. 
There's always a surprise back It's, it's, it's always a surprise. It's never easy. It's never yeah. easy. Everybody's fighting for their lives. Yeah. Uh, and there's quite a lot of teams, I think, this year, all with similar budgets. There's odd one or two that stand out that would probably, you'd say, have got more than everybody else. But I, th I think it'll be, uh, yeah, it'll be dog eat dog again this year. But that's a League One thing, isn't it? On paper, though, if you look at the squad that you've got, yeah, but don't if you play look on at paper, don't they play on grass? Come on! <laughs> I know, but if you look, if you look at the midfield, you look at the five strikers we just mentioned. It feels like we're quite well equipped if Collins can work his magic and get them playing the way he wants them to play. I think there'll be a lot of teams looking at that squad and your first 11, 12, whatever, thinking they're going to take some beating. I, th I think I think you're right. The first eleven or twelve, but it's just having that strength in depth, isn't it? That's that's the issue. And I know there's this quite a while yet. Is the transfer window shut at end of August or something usually, 1st of September? So this time, yeah, but I think it's more that strength in, in depth. It's what's on the bench that'll be, uh, especially like last season, we picked up a couple of long-term injuries with Luke Thomas and Conor McCarthy. <clears throat> if we if that happened to us in key positions, certainly in defence, I think we'd be screwed, won't we, in that respect? Yeah. Um. But we're recording on Saturday with uh, Joe Beards all from Red All Over, our joint sort of Reds All Over report type thing. Um, so I'm not going to ask you for any predictions or anything because we, we, we save that for... I predict uh, that I'm going to get a breakfast this year. That's what I, I predict. I predict all three... I'm only coming for a breakfast. breakfast. That's what I thought. They're not even coming for a game afterwards. What sort of supporter are you? I'm bogging off back home. I can't be bogging. Ah, you'll have to tell you, I know. She'll be pulling that lead in. Come on, get a one. Um... I do want to have a quick word um, about the, the relationship between the fans and, and, and the club. Obviously, social media sits smack bang in the middle of that. Um, a lot of um, emotions when we were waiting for an announcement of a head coach. And whilst I get it, because we're all nervous, I don't think any club that will ever post saying, we've just interviewed another candidate, looks really well or just about to go into another interview, let you know how we get on. Because, you know, um, there was the meeting with the social media creators and, and, and the fan groups that many people classed as a, a, a secret meeting, but it can't be secret because there were about 25 up there. They've since called an open forum at Oakwell for 200 people or, or, or whatever. What is the... What is it between the club... And, and the fans, because last year we talked about how brilliant it was that, you know, we, we were back together and all this, and then Duff goals and Anderson goals, and then everybody seems to vent their anger back at the club. Is that a fair assumption? Are the club doing something that really irritates the fans? What? Where does this stem from? Steve, you're normally not very outspoken, so I'll let you go first. <laughs> um, interesting. Um, I think... On a downside to the club at the minute is definitely communication. But then to flip that, there's not many clubs would talk about what they're interviewing, who they're interviewing, what stage that particular interview is. What particular? I mean, let's face it. All right, if you're Man U or Man City or whatever, you can say we're thinking about bidding seventy million for a player. That's fine. But when, our, when, when we're in our position, as soon as you say, oh, look at him, he's a decent player and we might get him for about 200000 £300,000, 
you know, there's another, like you said, another 20-odd clubs in League One that go, oh, aye, aye, what, what's that all about? You player. Do you know what I mean? So, to some respect, I get why they keep, they keep the cards cut close to the chest. But I'm not being funny. They've done this for the last God knows how many years. Barnsley's always been the same when it comes to communicating. We've never, ever been brilliant. So, getting pissed off about it now... Makes no difference whatsoever. Yeah, what, it'd be what nice. Is it though, Steve? What is it though that they could do better? So, what is missing? What communication is missing? Because I, I, I sort of disagree. But we'll go into that. But what is missing? What would you like to see more? Did you just say you disagree? I do. Yes. Wow. First, this is a first, folks. This is definitely a first. Ooh, um, a I'll be back up to Dubai next week. Here we are. I'm going. Where's my, where's my sunglasses? I put my sunglasses on. Um, no, I, I think. I'd like, I'd like more communication with the club. I'm not asking them to tell me what they're having for the dinner on Wednesday or who's coming for it or all like that. But there does seem to be at times a breakdown. I mean, I saw somebody tweet about uh, Open Day on Saturday about they didn't know the fact that if you got a season ticket, you could get in for note. And I thought, well, I'm sure I've read that somewhere weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. But I had a look and I couldn't see out and there's nothing on website, Barnsley website, that says if you come to Open Day, which is free, says that bit, but it doesn't say if you're a season ticket holder and you want to watch match, you can get into match for free. It's little things like that that they seem to miss. Yeah. And I think it's that sort that side of it then that annoys people to a certain extent. But again, you flip it. And you've got some people that talk absolute testicles when they think they know something. But let's face it, they don't. They don't know old. So getting on the back and and abusing them and saying they're this and they're that and Khaled's this and Khaled's that. We had a fantastic season last season. We've not had a brilliant pre-season. There's been a lot of breakdowns all the way through club, through fan bases. There's been no secret meetings. If people want to go, go. There were 200 tickets, but people saying, we can't get on, we can't get a ticket. But yeah, other people have got tickets. I even put on, if anybody's got a spare ticket, because somebody were tweeting a load of crap, I'd have given him this ticket. You go. You actually say something then to Khaled and see if you get a different answer. But I bet you're a £1,000 now. It doesn't matter what question you ask him. He's brilliant. He could be a politician, Khaled, quite easily, because he can deflect, he can turn it round, and he will only tell you what he wants you to know. So you can shout and ball until you're blue in face. That may not make no difference. So why worry about it? I'll quick I'll quickly give you my take on it. I think this criticism always happens during the summer because I think there's not a lot to say. If we're yeah. interviewing players or we're going after players, we're not going to broadcast it because you don't. You know, when I went for this job at the school, they didn't put it on Twitter that I, I was being interviewed because they don't, do they? So I think that's that's one of them. In regards to the opening, yes, I read it. I've just checked. There was on the website, yes, it was yesterday, though. It does say it. I don't know if they posted it before, but I saw. I would have thought if you see the ticket holder, you log in, it would have come up as free. But no, I get it. So those little things, mm, yeah, maybe. But then I think... I don't know what else they wanted. Because if they put on, the shirts are up for sale. You can go online or whatever. People. Oh, could... hold on. Hold on about this. This is, you like this one. 
I went on the website. I thought, you know what? I like home kit. I do. Sorry, I do. Black kit, fantastic. Got to have one of them. Went on the website for your first order, 10% off. Nailed on. I ordered home kit. I ordered black kit. All right. Admittedly, it's not coming well 2025, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> but then when you go to check out, your 10%'s washed away. We came postage and a bloody handling fee. What's the point? Everybody these days, click and collect at club shop. Why not? But no, they take your 10% away. So I've got to say it. Off I came. Didn't buy it. Face on. But I'm not handing my season ticket back. Just saying. So I, sorry, so I, sorry, I, I, Carlo. I, carry on, mate. Bit no, of a rant. I get, I, no, and you know what? And I get it. And those sort of things, crime. Yeah. And you could ask, is it a bit of an empty gesture or is it just there to soften the blow of the handling fee, which I presume is a Fanatics thing. So therefore, and that's how they make their money. So, you know. This weren't through Fanatics, though. This was through club club website shop. It weren't, a Fanatic, it weren't Fanatics website. Yeah, but they run it all now, don't they? All the interface and everything. Instead of ordering at the shop and somebody picks your order off the printer and gets one and puts it in a bag, it's all done through Fanatics now, isn't it? So I that's thought you why. were done in Korea. Well, Wherever they are. But, but in communication wise, I, I always think in the summer, I don't if we if we sign a player or, or whatever, then you know, by all means we need to know. If there's an open day, tell us what's happening and everything else. But I I I, I don't know what else they want to say. Like, you know what I mean? It's like me ringing my mum. I ring her every day. And in holidays, I've no to tell her. Oh, yeah, mum, I'm on series three of Tad Lasso. That's what I told her today. She's still the old Tad Lasso. Fantastic. Well, Top quality. Other, other series are available, but that's amazing. Ian, what is your sort of view on, on this? Because there was a lot of negativity again. People saying they're never going to renew. And I, I just thought to myself, what is it that the club is getting wrong in, in the eyes of those people? Because I, I don't get... I'm not saying they're wrong, because if that's how they feel, they own that. It's no problem. And I'm not against it. I just, if the club would have come out and said we've made a mistake and the season tickets were actually the wrong price and we're going to take 60 quid out of everybody's bank account, I get it. But I don't know what the club have done or not done for people to be so pissed off. Clear it up for us, son. <laughs> Do you think some of it is still a hangover from the four or five years of, the, of Conway and Lee that kind of boardroom that really did burn some bridges. Mm. Yeah, think there's yeah. still a little bit of that, and it's opened up a few wounds because it did start to heal when we started having the scarf day against Derby, and then all them home matches, and, and you know, and the build-up with the playoffs and everything. I, I, I do wonder whether some of that it is opening up old wounds that people are still bitter from from what happened there. It doesn't help. And, and you're right about Khaled, he is a politician and he is very good at deflecting, standing up and deflecting stuff. I think he shoots himself in the foot a little bit when he comes out with his big news, when he's trying to sell early bird season tickets, when Duff's still the manager, we might be a championship club at that point, so people jump in. And I know other clubs have early bird season tickets, but then here we are now with uh, a manager that some people have been underwhelmed about, the better players have gone, we might not have a great season in League One, and we still not heard what this big news is. So I don't think he helps himself. However, you're right. No club, any manager, I heard some of the managers in the Premier League this week saying, I'm not going to talk to you about speculation because I don't talk about other, other teams' players. So they don't. And I think the club did very well 
to keep the fact that they were getting Collins under wraps. None of the journalists got a sniff of his name. There was a few names banded around, whether they were true or not, I don't know. To keep that pretty quiet is very good. Um, I just wonder whether some of it is deep-rooted from previous seasons and it just comes back to before. Um, yeah, everyone's entitled to opinion. But it got to, it's got to a point a couple of times this pre-season where I've logged out certainly of Twitter, and I've just left it alone because it's absolutely bald my piss, I'll be honest. It really has. It's some, people, just... some people are actually quite vile. And, yeah. Yeah. and slightly like, sure, we all have his own opinion. If you don't like our opinions, just, you know, there's a button there, off. Simple. Yeah. But it is, though, you know, if you don't like um, it, don't listen. If you're not interested, don't read it. This, Simple this, as. There's even a sniff of... Podcast content creators like like people are trying to cause rifts like you're either in this camp or in this camp. Yeah, I've said yeah. it before, I'll say it again. Joe Beards, or we're recording with Joe, Red All Over. You could presume that Red All Over is maybe for a lot of people the preferred podcast because they like it, they go to the club, they talk to players. You know what? Well done, Joe. Doesn't mean we block them. I like talking to Joe. Steve, we did it last year. You missed out on breakfast this year. You're having some? Yes, I know. <laughs> and, and, you know, Ian's travelling from the other side of the Pennines to come and, come and join us. We'll, we'll do an interview with Joe. We'll do our normal predictions and everything. Because to me, it's like a buffet, isn't it? There'll be some things on the buffet you don't like, then you leave them alone. You don't stand there going, yeah, I never like cauliflower. You're cauliflower. Disgusting. You look past the cauliflower, you get the piece yeah. of carrot. You know what I mean? I just what, don't what, what I have enjoyed about what what I do like about Twitter and and stuff like like that is general. I, I'll have a conversation with anybody about anything, you know, and and it, they can have the completely polar opposite view, but it, it's a way of engaging with fellow fans. But some of it is just tiresome, and it's non-stop. If the club haven't tweeted by nine a.m. People are losing the shit about why have we not announced 10 players that, you know, just silly stuff and just thinking, grow up. Um, and, and I just think so, it's, it's annoying. I've had to, like I say, I've had to log out a few times and have a bit of a breather from it. And it, but it's just that that's the world at the minute. You even Everything. left country for a while, didn't you, mate? You had to get out of country yeah, for a while. Did one shocking did. state I, of affairs. I, I of being really high up, and he knows I don't like heights, but he kept I don't like heights. <laughs> I absolutely shit <laughs> myself on them the ski lifts. <laughs> um, the, the, the whole thing is, again, though, I mean, we haven't talked about, you know, the, the this potential point deduction, because I just think it's... Why talk about it? It's either going to happen or it's going to be you know, suspended or whatever. It's done, isn't it? That was damage done by those two clowns. And obviously, they're no longer part of the decision-making progress. Um, to round up then, or to, to finish off, 40 minutes last. 40 minutes today. Look at that. Um, are we happy with the club as of today? So I'm talking the 26th of July, quarter to nine in the evening. On a scale of zero to ten, how happy are you, Steve? With the club, uh, ups and downs this summer, I would say, as things stand, dependent on whether Norwood goes or not, because, again, is it business? I'd say I'm round about an eight, to be quite honest. Okay. And, um, again, this Norwood thing, they're not going to sell Norwood if Norwood doesn't want to go. If Correct. Norwood's agent puts something to him and he says, I wouldn't mind a bit of that, 
Oh, Ryan Reynolds. What's his bird called again? Steve will know. Posters on your wall. Oh, um, oh, what do they call it? Uh, lively, Blake Lively, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, from she looks lively, I'll Not tell you. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So again, if a player goes, we talked about people talked about Mads Anderson. But if Mads wants to go, they will let him go, and they'll get the best fee for him. If Norwood likes the idea of, if Norwood's looking and thinking five strikers, am I going to get a go, or am I going to be the one on the bench coming on for ten minutes at the end? If he wants to go, it's. I don't think any player has ever been sold against their will. It's either they've not been good enough or an offer has come in that, that's matched the valuation. Now, whether that's our valuation as fans is the same as that of the board, you know. Ian, how happy are we? No to ten. I'm a five I had or a six. drum roll, I'd play it now. I think I'm a five or a six. I'm, I'm a little bit sick of the constant churn of the squad. You know, like ten come in last summer, uh, a few come in January, then it just starts all over again, doesn't it? But I think... in. And I look at other clubs who've recruited really well. I look at, and I know we said, you know, we wished Mads Anderson really well, and I know we did. But then I look at, like, Bolton as an example, that Santos at the back. Him and Anderson were rated as the best centre-halves in, in that division, yet they've kept hold of him. We've lost Anderson. They've kept hold of Ever. I know not. I know he's a bit Marmite, ever, but he's done a good job there. And they've not lost their manager like we lost Duff. And I know maybe the examples are a bit different. Duff's probably thought, right, I'm off, see you later. But a little bit disappointed with the constant churn of stuff. But then at the same time, um, I'd probably say five or six, roughly, where I'm at, to be honest. They could do better. If it was a school report, I might just say could do better. <laughs> Does that make me an happy clapper then, seeing as I said eight? Yeah, get off. <laughs> Does it? All right. Thanks and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm probably a... Persistent moaner or something. <laughs> I, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm in the it. middle of you. Yeah, you get labelled, don't you? Get labelled, and and it's like, you know, you're in that camp, you're in that camp, and it's just childish, isn't it? And the thing is, camp. as well, then when somebody perceives you to be in that camp, you can't get out of it because then you've betrayed or whatever. Like we can't change a bit. I, I'm in the middle. When I asked the question, I had seven, and, and I'm still a seven. I think there could be things. But I think some things can be helped. I think we will always be that club that brings a player in like this Paul has led from walking or whatever he came, and he could be the next Matt Anderson. He might have two, three fantastic seasons and he gets sold. And we always think we don't get enough money. A player's only really worth what another team wants to, wants to sort of, you know, pay for him. And then you have to look at, um, you know, we got half a million or whatever for Duff. We got a decent amount for Mads Anderson. Um, it's, it's you know, listen, I, yeah, I just but, think, I think some then... people... Go on, sorry. But then you sometimes turn around and say that I know we I know there was a bit of a black hole of, of debt with COVID and everything, relegation, but you'd like to see some of it spend one. You? you know, if you got yeah. Bobby, we got you know Luton broke their transfer record for Anderson, we got half a million for Duff. You'd like to see a little bit of cash spent. I don't mind getting a non-league player if, if they're a decent player. You know, if, if this um O'Keefe is as good as Cadden was at, at Forest Green, that's a great buy. But it'd be nice to go out and buy that little bit more proven quality, a little bit. Don't have, you know. Didn't we? Didn't we spend over a million pound on a, on Kane? Yeah, apparently so. Um, I suppose that I can took, see your argument. That took, that took nearly three seasons to three seasons to get yeah. to any sort of fruition, didn't it? You know what I mean? Just yeah. saying, fair just point. devil's advocate. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, 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 it's a fair point. It's a fair point. But sometimes you like to see us go and shop at, at and. Try and buy some quality in Marks and Spencers instead of Aldi. Correct. Well, other shops, other shops are available, obviously. Correct. We'll, 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 we'll finish up 
as we started with Mark Spencer's rather than uh, rather than little um, lads we are back together on Saturday when we're having breakfast at our secret place um, and after that we're joining Joe, Joe Beatle and Red All Over Gang for a joint recording where we'll do our usual predictions of the season are we having a drink while we're there do you think um, I think we might need to fantastic <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be rude it'd be rude not to wouldn't it it'd be rude not to you have been listening to episode one series nine of the Reds report we're sponsored by Barnsley Sport and of course proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fans Network until next week thank you for listening it's the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go Ian's already got booked for double dipping, and Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Talk Sport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.